I know it's hard. It can be so hard changing habits, leaning on poor coping mechanisms like food, wine, shopping, and Netflix, trying to find an escape from the overwhelm you feel. But what if there was a better way? What if you could learn to steward your wellness to the glory of God? What if you could look at each decision as an opportunity to draw closer to him? Moving your body out of joy, fueling yourself with healthy, nutritious foods out of love, being filled with Christ each day as you make him an intentional part of your day, letting go of the toxic thoughts and feelings we have about ourselves. That's what we do in In His Image Wellness Collective. We work on total person wellness so we can show up as the moms, wives, friends, and women that God has purposed for our life. When you join, you'll get access to an incredible workout and nutrition platform, weekly meal plan inspiration, weekly devotional, a weekly prayer meeting over Zoom, daily support and guidance, a private group for accountability, and so much more. Send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get all the details on how you can become a part of this incredible community. I cannot wait to support you on this journey and introduce you to the incredible other women already on this journey. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get all the details. Or if you feel more comfortable, you can always DM me at Carla Arges on Instagram, and I'd be more than happy to connect with you there. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it is Carla here. Happy day before Valentine's Day. It is love month, and I don't know about you, but I have seen so much about self-love from the world. Not just this month, but in general over the years, there seems to be this huge self-love movement. And on the surface, it sounds great. But the question I want us to consider today is, is the self-love movement biblical? Is it biblical? Listen, I think we know that we, God wants us to love ourselves. If we see Ephesians 2.10, it says we are God's handiwork. So we should be in awe and in an appreciation of ourselves the same way we are when we see a sunset or a mountain range or the ocean. Like we are his handiwork. That is amazing. In Romans 5.8, it says that God demonstrated his own love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God loves us. So who are we to hate what God loves? We should love what God loves, right? And of course, I'm sure you've all heard Matthew 22.39, that the second greatest commandment of all is love your neighbor as yourself. So there's this implication then that you love yourself. So has the world got it right? Is the self-love movement something we should embrace? 
I'm going to challenge you guys with that and say, while we are called to love ourselves, it does not look like the world version of self-love. You know, just like everything good that God's created, the enemy has distorted and twisted and made a fake replicate of it. And that goes with self-love. And so today we're going to look at five aspects of the self-love movement and contrast them to what actual biblical self-love looks like. Are you ready? Get your paper and pen out. Let's do this. So number one, the world's view of self-love is serve me. I hear a lot of that language. Well, if this doesn't serve me, I'm going to release it. If this person doesn't serve me where I am in my life, I'm going to release it. If this situation doesn't serve me in my agenda, I'm not going to step into it, right? It's all self-serving, self-first. But biblical self-love is about serving others. It's about serving others. The second commandment was love your neighbor as yourself. It wasn't love yourself and get so full on yourself and then give your neighbor the scraps. It was a call to love our neighbors. We need to be servants in this capacity. In Philippians 2.4, it says, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Our love should compel us in the service of others. And that sometimes mean going where it's not convenient for us, right? It's not self-serving, it's serving others. Number two, the world self-love lacks accountability. You can do whatever you want in the name of self-love. It doesn't matter. Biblical self-love holds us accountable to the word, holds us accountable to the word. In James 4.17, it says, if anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Guys, our living has to be living out the word. It's not about what's comfortable for us. It's not about what's easy for us. It's about living out the word. It's about having the fruit of the spirit alive in our life. It's about being surrendered to the Lord, right? It has accountability. We have a standard to live up to that isn't of our own making. Which brings me to number three. The world's self-love agenda is driven by my truth. I live according to my truth. You may not buy into my truth. You may disagree with my truth, but I'm going to live according to my truth. And then we have a million different truths trying to exist all at once. But biblical self-love is driven by the truth, not my truth, the truth. And what is the truth? John 14, 6 tells us, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the truth. We are driven by becoming more and more like Jesus having his truth be our standard. You see, in the world self-love area, we get to number four. It glorifies self. It puts self at the head of the table. It puts self at the head of the class. It puts self on the pedestal. Where biblical self-love glorifies God. 
He is our creator. He is our redeemer. We were nothing without Jesus going to the cross. He pulled us out of the miry clay and put our feet upon a rock. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. All to the glory of God. It is not self-seeking. It is not self-promoting. Number five, the world's self-love is striving. People seem to always be chasing happiness, chasing alignment, chasing balance. There's a striving behind it that I've got to work so hard at this. Where biblical self-love is about being at peace. Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, I don't have to strive in my self-love. I can be at peace because I don't love myself because of who I am in the natural. I love what God has turned me into. I love what God has created. I love what God has renewed. And my worship of that goes to the one who renewed me. It goes to God. World self-love, serve me, lacks accountability, driven by my truth, glorifies self, and is striving. Biblical self-love serves others, has accountability to the word, is driven by the truth, glorifies God, and is at peace. Is at peace. Now, if you need to wonder, is the self-love you're doing following the biblical way? A quick way to do that is to look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 8, the famous love verses. I think this was read at my wedding. Love is patient. Are you patient with yourself and others? Love is kind. Do you speak kindly to yourself and to others? Love does not envy. Are you happy and in awe and thankful and have gratitude for the gifts and blessings God's given you. Love does not dishonor others. It doesn't need to tear people down. Love is not self-seeking, not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love is forgiving. Do you forgive yourself? Do you forgive others? Love rejoices in truth. Not subjective truth, but the authority on truth, Christ alone. Love protects, love trusts, love hopes, love perseveres. That is biblical love shown to yourself and flowing out to others. Yes, God calls us to self love, but not self-idolatry. God calls us to see ourselves as his children of daughters of God, daughters of the King, and in that to walk accordingly, not with self-deprecation, but not with self-exaltation either, but a humble love for what God has created in us. Happy Valentine's Day, friends. 
Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.